Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. My name is Chris Marwitz, and I'm just sitting here enjoying the afternoon and uh, been doing a lot of research and studying and I have with me listening in uh, former NFL player James Loving. How are you doing today, James? Doing good. Good, good. So a lot of stuff coming up, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of stuff. Football started back up. Training yeah. camp, basketball. A lot of and things going you, on you in the world. some stuff coming up too. Hello. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. I just said you you have something coming up this weekend too. Oh, just doing the football camp. Yeah, we got your football camp coming up. Yeah. It's going to take place in your hometown of Robbins, Illinois. You got a lot of we got uh, uh, Ray Ellis who's going to be coming and helping out, and I heard you have over right now a little over a hundred kids um, in attendance. Yeah, hundred and one actually. Yeah, and and what 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 age group do you have? From eight to fifteen. Wow! Wow! That's, that's going to be that's going to be great. It's going to be great for all of them for you. Um. So so how how is how is your camp going to be structured? Is it going to be, um, you know, where where they're all going to be learning the skills together, or how how are you going to how are you going to split it up? And then just basic fundamentals, you know, running, catching, and then, just, you know, they're going to be doing no plays, learning plays, and then just running, catching, and how to catch the ball, how to run, and just basically those things. Okay. Any any, no any skills as far as on defense? Same thing on defense. How do you know, set your feet with your back power, you know. Nobody learning no plays. Kids that age really don't need to learn plays. Right, right. Fundamentals. So, so just the fundamentals and things that that they they the ones that have already played football should already have in their arsenal anyway. Correct. No, no, really not that age. They need to well, learn. Well, if they're if they're fifteen, you know, they've some of them have already been playing football. Yeah, they play football, but they play major football. Major football is really teach the fundamentals. Just teach you how to go out there and try and learn football. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, I just have some questions regarding you know camps and and you know just kind of things for for parents and kids to think about in, in general. So uh, my my initial question is why should kids attend a sports camp? Actually, they don't. I mean, a lot of kids attend a lot of camps. They don't need a lot of camps, you know. Uh, maybe one, one maybe in the summer, just to keep you, um, keep football in your head, keep you fit, fit, you know. But we start attending too many. You learn it too much. Uh, different coaches, different techniques, and it's not good for you. So, I think one one camp is good for you just to get you out of the house. Get you to running around and get you get back kicking football. Yeah, it used to be, you know, when, when when probably when we were younger, you know, when they had camps, a lot of times it was 
you know, kids were sent off not necessarily to learn, you know, really how to play the sport, but it was more um, to keep the kids occupied, as you said, you know, keep them active and, and, and you know, so they, they weren't just sitting around watching TV all day long. Um, and now, uh, when it comes to camps, there, there's, a, there's a lot of more focus on, um, you know, like, like quarterbacks or receivers, you know, or even baseball and how to hit, you know, is, is, is at, at this age, is, is that good for kids to be doing? No, it's different from now. It's not what you said. It's back in the day, camps were good, you know, you go out there and run around. Nowadays, it's a money thing. So everybody feel if I throw my kid in the best camp, it's $500, and you got um, um, Tom Brady running, my kid will be like Tom again in the NFL. That's what people think now. So they throw their kids in all these top camps that cost so much money, you know, and certain people can pay that. You know, that's why I do a free camp. You get the same stuff you're learning from a, a Tom Brady, but Tom getting his pockets filled. And, you know, so people think that, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, I'm going to put him in this camp called Five Hundred Dollars, and, you know, they got Tom Brady name on it. Okay, he's a big name, but you learn the same stuff from the free camp. So, um, right. it's just the, the sport of change because everybody wants their kids to be, you know, Mr. NFL, and that, that means people are going to make it. So camps have changed nowadays. You rarely see free camps, you know? Right. Oh, I, exactly. I, that, well, what, what you're doing is, is definitely very rare. So it's, because it's, I'm, my, my hat's off to you to, for even, you know, putting this together and offering it. So, you know, it's a lot of work, but I, it's, it's definitely going to be worthwhile for, for you in the long run to, to be able to offer it, so... Um, I, one thing that you mentioned was, you know, you know, and I know you're just saying the name Tom Brady, but you know, a, a lot of times people have camps, you know, that they'll use someone's name, but they they do it not necessarily that that, that the player is actually going to be there at the camp. You know, the kids are kind of hoping, or the parents might be hoping that they're there, but that's not necessarily true. You know, so that's something that parents have to look into, and you know, if, if they're going to be there, they'll actually say that they will be in attendance, but. You know, a lot of times they'll just use their name just to, just to try to get more people to sign up, you know, by using their name. So, so um, one thing that uh, I, 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 I was curious is, you know, when, when kids come to one of your camps, what would you tell them that they need to do to get the most out of their time being there? You can't tell them not. You just work about it. Whatever they get, they get. You know, you can't expect them to say, I need you to run the full folk. And they can't. Just get them out there, what they do. As long as they're doing 100, trying 100, 100%, that's all you ask for. Right. So you want them to focus and pay attention to what you're saying? You know, well, you want that too, but you just want a kid to go out there and try. Have fun. You know, everybody telling ain't going to be, you know, like the other person, like jump and catch one hand, but. If that kid gives 100% and he's having fun, that's all you want from these kids because it's not really going to happen to you, a player that you're going to start paying attention to you in high school. So all it is is, like, be at the parks, you learn, run out there, have fun, and get some good knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my my next question is what can the parents do to, to help or and or to prepare the kids for camp? 
No comparison can do nothing. All the coaches, get them to practice. That's it. Coaches, that's their job. Parents got to stay out of it now. That's what's the problem today. Parents getting in and wondering why little Johnny ain't playing enough and little Johnny ain't out there hustling. The parents got to stay out and let the coach do their job. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You are right about that. That's, that does seem to be an issue. So, so I guess the, the, the last, last thing I want to know is what, what, what do you hope the kids will take away with them from, from attending your camp? Just have fun. Football is having fun. That's it. That's what I get. You want to have fun. You don't want to say, man, I hate football. Too much running. Too much this. Too much that. You know, just have fun. Go out there. Run the drill. You know, laugh, have fun, and then go away and say, you know what? That was a good day out today. Not yeah. trying to over-exhaust them and make them all sore with their bodies aching. It's not about that. It's about going out there having fun and loving the game of football. Nice. Nice. That That's 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 good. That's really good for, for the kids to have that ability. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to... to being at your camp and, and seeing how, how everything's going to be done and, and what the kids, you know, I, I, I think the kids are going to take away a lot more than what you, than what you're thinking they will. But, you know, it's, 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 it's always something good to, to offer, you know, especially if, if parents aren't, aren't able to afford it in the first place and you're actually offering a free camp with, you know, all this other, other stuff going on with it. Um, it's just going to be a, a, a really great day for everybody. So my hat's off to you, James, to actually putting that on and, you know, being able to, to have it happen. So anyway, well, you know, let's take our first break. and we come back, uh, I have a, a few other questions to start asking you about, in particular some stuff with the NCAA. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, my name is Chris Marwitz, and I'm just sitting here talking sports with uh, former NFL player James Loving. Uh, so, James, um, as a former standout college football player, what advice would you give to incoming freshman athletes on how they should spend their time as well as how to make yourself noticeable to the coaches? Well, you should have to do it. you coming in, uh, you should, the coach should know where you're at. I mean, you're on a depth chart. I'm sure when they come in and you come in, you look at it, you pick that school, you know where you're at, you know. Can't make yourself noticeable until you get on the field. You know, a lot of people go in there and you know want to tell the coach this and that, but it's your play. I don't care what you do; you got to go on the field and hustle. You know, and I would notice the coach. You know, you know, you're a freshman and you're first coming in. I guess you know, yes, seniors, and it's unfortunate the freshman will start over the senior, but it can happen. Right. So I just say go out there. Work your butt off on the practice field because um, the coach knows the standard. So you busting your butt until the other guy looks and he'll play you. I guarantee you that one. Hmm. Yeah, that's that that that's that's true. Especially if you're not uh, giving a hundred percent to to what they they feel is is necessary. So yeah, I don't know. I was just uh, the, so the reason why I'm bringing this up or I'm asking the question was you know I read some articles recently about a couple of incoming freshman athletes who are already in trouble with the law, and now they're, as well as their respective schools. So my question to you is, should the NCAA come up with a program to help incoming freshman athletes acclimate you know, themselves to this new environment, you know, to help the college teams and to help the players? I don't know. That's, that's hard to say, you know. You got to look at these are kids. Kids get in trouble. There's some things we did in college that we probably... Yeah, social media, we've been in trouble with the law. I mean, as kids, you do dumb stuff. When you look at it and say, you know, should the NCA, well, give these kids a second chance. I mean, you go going to murder somebody, I see it different, or they rape them, but they're getting caught with drinking and smoking weed and not Give them, you know, they're kids. They'll be some stupid. They'll do something stupid. I mean, look at the quarterback for Cleveland. I mean, he ran from the police. And got tackled, you know. He's the number one pick, you know. So, you know, I don't think they should. I think they should stay out of it, but the school handle it internally for students get in trouble like that. So send them for one game. You start getting the NCAA involved in, you know. You might as well pay the players, then Make it a job. So, Well, the reason why, so, so, you know, you brought up about the drinking. Yes, one one of the students, you know, does have a just got a DUI. Who's eighteen years old, and I understand they're going to be drinking first time away from home. But this other other kid um, had gotten trouble. Um, both of these happened in in his hometown. He's he's actually from Florida, and um, and both of them had to do with him hitting and. One of them was in particular strangling a female and kicking a car, and you know he's just very, very um, 
I don't know, his, 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 comes out in different ways, you know, with, with how, how he reacts to things. Um, and, and, and again, I don't think that's necessarily a, a problem with the school, but it might, might be more of a home problem. But uh, I, I would think that the university, when they were recruiting him, probably, you know, because most of the time they, they vet these kids and, you know, some of the stuff that he's been doing, I'm sure he's been doing for a while and this stuff probably would have come up. So, I don't know. And it's, it's sad to me, you know, that, that these kids, you know, have, have the, these skills and these abilities and yet they're willing to, to throw them all away, you know, all because they're, uh, they're being stupid. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, look at the different coaches. You got people that, you know, come in and bad neighborhood that never been away from home, want to drink and party, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and then, like, you know, make that one mistake driving from a, a bar and get pulled over. That don't mean they're a bad kid. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like I said, I, I the DUIs, unfortunately, something like that carries with them for, you know, forever basically but you know that's that's not nearly as bad as as what's going on with this other kid and i just i just think that but but his story's not unique because you you read things like that you know happening not not necessarily to the degree that he's that he's done that but uh you know you do you do hear about stories like that and that's why i was wondering if you know i know when it comes to the nfl you guys had um you know, when, when you when they would when you'd come in, um, you would be able to to have meetings and 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 discussions with people, and you know, be able to talk with some of the 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 veterans, and you know, they'd kind of tell you and guide you on what you needed to do. And I, I don't know if the if, if teams do that, if they have you know players that that take other players under their wings. You know, or sometimes they might guide him in the wrong way too. I don't know. So, anyway, it's just, it's, I mean, I see Chris Carter take Randy Moss and all them on his wings, so that do happen. But you know, I mean, Randy Moss came in college and almost went to prison. I, um, Iverson went to jail for a while. You know, and I in college before mm-hmm. he got to college. You know, right. So, I mean, kids get in trouble before. I mean, you're away from home. You got no parents. You're on your own. You're going to do something stupid. And like I said, we don't allow things just in your car. Yeah, that, that's, that's very true. I remember, I remember things like that do happen. But anyway, I just, I don't know. If, if, if I just don't want to see anything bad happen to, to kids that, Especially if, if if they have ability, you know, and they they have the opportunity to 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 do better and and to to make a career out of it, you know that that's taken away from a lot of things. So anyway, it's just just a thought, just a thought on my part. So uh, let's uh, switch gears and talk about the NBA. Um, so last week uh, there was news about Howie Leonard's injury, you know, when he that he he got early last season. Uh, and he had sought a second opinion um, with his own team of doctors because he was given uh, one one version of, of what was wrong with him from the team doctors, and it wasn't quite what he thought, 
you know, and he wanted a second opinion about, you know, what was going on with him. So, yeah, the, he went ahead and, and got a second opinion and, and found out that what the team doctors were saying wasn't wasn't quite right. They they found something out uh, that was what was wrong with him. So, um, anyway, now it's been revealed that Danny Green, who played with Leonard uh, with the San Antonio Spurs, um, he played most of the last season with a torn torn groin. Uh, when his injury happened, they they did an MRI, and all they revealed was like a slight strain. Uh, now he's realizing that he should have gotten a second opinion as Leonard did. Uh, the team's medical staff is good, but they're not a specialist in everything. Uh, teams invest a lot of time and money into players. So my question to you is, shouldn't they want to seek outside medical help when requested? Uh, no, that was on him. He could have got it. He didn't want it. He wanted to play. So I don't know what he's crying about now. You know, uh, Leonard did that because he didn't want to play. So he wouldn't have got a second pick because he didn't want to play, but Devin Green wanted to play. He knew what was wrong with him. He knew the stand of it, and he knew he could play on it. You know, so that's why he did what he did. He just trying to make it because he got traded. You know, but he knew the stand of that, and he could have would have got. There's no team ever stop a player from wanting to get second opinion or going to get some more opinion medical when they injured. It don't happen. You go anybody you want to go to. You know, you ain't got to go to that doctor. So, what well, he's trying wolf now because he got traded. So. Um, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll go back and, like I said, he he played. <laughs> he so you think everything everything that he's saying now has to stem from that? But like I said, it was yep. only recently that they found out that it was it was, you know, that the groin the torn torn groin. You know, they they he kept going in for for rehab and you know he'd get better and then all of a sudden it'd get worse again and then it'd get better. So. You 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 just think with him that it has to do strictly with the fact that he was getting traded. All it is. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think it's sour grapes because he's actually in a better position. You know, San Antonio. I don't think really has that good of a team. You know now you know, and, and I. And you got the best coach, the best team that what that will go to a playoff. And Toronto they can't. He ain't in no better position. Toronto's horrible. The place uh, is horrible. The right one live in Toronto. Toron- but Toronto had the, had the best the say. winningest record last season. That's what they do. They lost, lost, you know. I don't mean that because well, when it got to playoffs, yes, they they they, they didn't do so good. Eastern week. So I'm not gonna like in Toronto. That's like living in Green Bay. Uh, I guess don't don't tell that to a few people about Green Bay. Some people like Green Bay. They like being the cheeseheads. Green Bay is horrible. A lot of players say it's horrible. That's why we don't go to Green Bay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, so the Cleveland Cavaliers, they signed Kevin Love to a four-year, $120 million extension. Without LeBron, is he worth the money? Yeah, he's a name. Everybody, you know, Kevin Love ain't bad. When it was with Minnesota, he was the lead scorer, rebound, everything. And so they, Cleveland needed a big name. They can't get nobody else. So Kevin Love is the big name there to be the scorer and all like that. You know, so, yeah, that was right to pay him that amount of money. You know, now you got a name. Everybody knows Kevin Love. Plus, you know, 
LeBron liked him. He was the second man in charge, so now he was first man in charge. So they'll sell tickets because Kevin there. That's why they paid him. You know, they have Kevin there. They got all these young guys and sorry guys, J.R. Smith, and nobody come watch them. So we right, got a chance right. to win two, three games. Yeah, I will, we'll see. I just, I don't know. I, I think he's, he's just getting. I don't, I don't know if he's worth the money, personally. I don't, I don't know if he is for four years, hundred twenty million dollar extension. I don't, I don't think he is. Without LeBron there, so. I don't know. We'll, we'll I guess we'll have to see what happens. So. Anyway, let's take another break. When we come back, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Dwayne Wade, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, Major League Baseball. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the drafts, play by play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. My name is Chris Marwitz, and I've been sitting here chatting with former NFL player James Loving. So, James, um, I, I know there's been a lot of stuff going on. We were talking at the beginning that, you know, NFL camps are starting this week. Most of them, I, I think uh, Chicago started, like, over the weekend. Um, but most of the rest of them are starting today through Friday. Um, is, is this a, an interesting time of year for you that kind of kind of like you're ready for the for football to start? Yeah, yeah, I want to get everybody ready, but you know you got these 
teams will start, I think, a week ahead because they got these games they play overseas and out of the country. You know, and then you get this, I don't know, these games that ain't working. But they finally, you know, get football over there. So, you know, uh, I think, you know, once everybody next week gets started and every team, it seems more real. Like right now, it's just like, I think you had like two or three teams have started. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, it's here. You know, it's get over the preseason game and then, you know, we'll we get the season going. But, you know, right now, it's just like playing um, major football. You know, the guys that's playing, you know, they're just trying to get their draft picks. And a couple other people are playing, you know, to see if they can make the team. And then final preseason game, you get, like, your main players and, and be back to football. Yeah. Well, just think about it. A week from tomorrow is the first preseason game. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize it was going to be happening that quick. But, yeah, a week from tomorrow, the 2nd of August, first preseason game. So, anyway, I just wanted to see what you, what you thought about that because it's, it's, it's always a, a, a good time of year for, for things to, to be going on. And you know, I, I, love, I love the, the you know, hearing about the, the the teams and the players and what's going on, and you know the bad thing, of course, you start hearing about injuries and and that. So we'll talk a little bit about that here in a bit. But um, I, I, I wanted to, to finish up about the NBA. So I one, one more more uh, thing to talk about, and it's about Dwayne Wade. So he's he's now a free agent, you know, but he was offered a three year, twenty five million dollar contract to play in China. This would make him the highest-paid player in China, also the highest overseas deal ever. So Wade is now 36. He's finished his 15th season. Do you think he should take this deal? Um, we got to look at it. I mean, if Miami ain't going to pay him that, if he needs want the money, yeah. Well, I heard he was over there last week. So, you know, he right. might be doing it. I mean, you got to look at it. You know, he's sitting on the bench. In the NBA, I mean, he's playing, coming off the bench, and he's starting. So, over there in China, he ain't got players hard. So, I mean, it's easy for somebody like us to say, yeah, go do it against money. But, you know, you know how he is. He might want to, don't want to be in China for three years or, you know, still feel he can contribute to the NBA. I mean, his skills went down. He got to get out. Or he'll start looking like Kobe did his last few years. You know, so. We'll see. I well, think he'll take it, you know, not because of the money, just because, you know, his skills are going down. He's going to look bad at the NBA with all the young guys. So he'll be all right. Well, he's also got to consider, you know, he's married, you know, to, to actress Gabrielle Union. And, you know, if he's gone a good part of the of, of the year, or at least half the year, overplaying, you know, that would that would be tough. And, does he really right. need the money? That's another thing. She ain't doing no movie. Well, but she's she's got that show that she does on on BET. Oh. Yeah, you know, there's she she's got she's got lots lots of things going on. So they got money they can fly to every night. Serena Williams, her and her husband wanted Italian food. They got on the plane and went to Italy. Came back. They they won when they got money. They go private jet and come back. Well, if Dwayne and, and, and Gabrielle are doing that, then he doesn't really need the money. <laughs> so why even take the contract? I don't, that's what I said. I don't think he needs the money. I think it's just to be something that 
You know, he ain't got to play as hard like in the NBA. You know? Right. He'll be a starter. Everybody looks towards him, but it ain't going to be the money if he take it. I guarantee you that. Right, right. Just, just, he ain't got to play as hard as he got to play in the NBA. Very true. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. I've, I'm, you know, I I I personally I don't I don't think he'll t- I don't think he'll take it, but we'll see. Uh, so let's switch on to Major League Baseball. So they've been mulling the idea of eliminating the defensive shift that the infield does against certain players. Uh, they mostly do this against left-handed power hitters. You know, it can have a huge mental tactic against the batter. Should Major League Baseball consider this? And how would they implement it? I don't know. That's stupid. How you tell you how to play that defense to that player hits that way? That's a stupid rule they come up with. Come up with that. That's stupid. You tell us we can't shift because he hit that way. Well, yeah. No, um, there's there, there were some that some players that like ninety five percent of their 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 uh, hits the would, would go into the right field. So. You know that's why that 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 was one reason why they started it. You know, it's because it was it was a majority well, of those hits would go there. I'm just saying, how they get tell them they can't do that? Well, there's there's got to be ways. I mean, and 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 that 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 may be part of the problem is, you know, how 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 are they going to implement it? How are they going to set the rules? You know, how are they going to enforce it? So I was I, when, when I saw this, I was like, "That's a, I, I I I heard that they'd been contemplating this. I think since 2015, but you know things kind of went by the wayside. But it's coming back out again. You know the the commissioner is is he he's calling for it. You know he wants to see it happen. But I I don't know how they're going to do it. It'll never pass. Never pass. Well, it's interesting because you 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 know re- read some of the the comments that players players make, and you know of course when when it when it's the batter and and, and the shift is happening against them, they don't want it, but when they're on defense, <laughs> they want to do it. So it's you know it, it depends on what side of the ball that they're on and and who's 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 calling for it. So. I don't know. It's I, I agree. I mean, why 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 make changes? They've been allowing it for so long, and and it's a, a part of their repertoire. You know, <laughs> why not? So anyway, so other thing is, no player has hit thirty plus home runs and thirty plus steals in a season since two thousand twelve. This year might be the season that it will will be reached. Um, Jose Ramirez, he's the Cleveland Indians. Uh, he's in the hunt to do this. So why do you think that there has been there has been a, a six year drought for this? You know, is it coaching style? You know, not really letting runners runners still uh, better pitchers, catchers, etc. Well, what, what what do you think the cause of it is? Oh, I think baseball when Sammy Sosa McGuire was in the home runs, and then you know they took all this um, steroids and. Uh, can take, you know, I don't think you know, um, scoring is no big thing. If you watch baseball, it's a rare you see a high scoring game. None is two, three, or it's boring as hell. So, you know, for a player to come out like that, and the other guy from New New York Judge, you know, it seems like it's a exciting season because they're hitting 20 home runs. I mean, but 
you know, it's hard. I mean, the game has slowed down. They want to speed the game up and give them a time clock. Uh, for the pitchers to pitch the ball, to speed the game up, you know, make it more offensive. I mean, hey, you go to the game and be one run, a boring game all day, you know, one run, score one hit, you know. Right. So, um, just the game just changed. They can't take, you know, if some of us ain't steroids, some of just um, energy drinks that make them stronger, they can't take that. So, you know, they ain't no more stronger players no more. Everybody just getting base hits or button the ball. You'll see a lot of home runs. So, that's all it is. I mean, baseball's still baseball. Six, seven, and them born. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It it is. It's it's not as as fun as it had been, you know. Especially when, as you were talking about with McGuire and Sosa and that home run cycle they had going back and forth with each other, and you know, hit going for the record. But then, of course, it was tainted. You know, all in all, it turned out to be very tainted. And I think that that might have made a, a difference in in how people were thinking about it. So. I, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, there used to always be, you know, at least one or two players in the hunt of getting 30-30. You know, and, and, of course, it, that's hard to do, but it's still you'd at least have one or two players a year. But since 2012, haven't had any. And and I, I didn't realize that until I was I started looking it up, and I'm just like, wow, I hadn't, that's, we hadn't heard anything about it, so... We'll see. We'll see if Jose can do it this year. It sounds like he's he's probably going to do it. You know, he'll probably get thrown out a few times at home, but um, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be good. It'll be good for good for baseball for it to happen. So, uh, so we we started off the this this when we started back. Here, we talked a little bit about NFL, and um, we were talking about you know camp and stuff coming on. You know, and camp is not how it was when when you were in camp. You know, back when you were in camp, you had what two a days, sometimes three a days. You know, and and you guys really really had to work work your behind off during camp. Now it seems like, you know, they're working more on skills, and you know they have to only practice for certain times, and you know they're they're being more almost babied. Um, how how can players come into camp? be in shape and be ready for, for preseason games, much less the season, when they're not able to get ready during training camp? Well, you're professional. You're supposed to be ready off-season, too, working on, you know, camping for you to come in and get in shape. <laughs> People don't understand that. I mean, you're supposed to be working out during the off-season, you know, keep it in shape. Campers just come in and, you know, get his bears back and, and learn to play. That's what everybody thinks, Cam, until you get in shape. It's not. Ain't no way you could get in shape for no week. You know, so you got to already be in shape. I mean, that's why Kobe's getting on Shaq, you know. Shaq was an office. He was just out of shape. When when they get to camp, he was really out of shape. You know, he's like, man. So, you know, you're supposed to be. You know, I'm still working out and doing what you're supposed to do, you know. Because if you look at it, football's over in January if you don't make the playoffs. Super Bowl February, you get that one month of party, March, April, May, you know, you got working out June, you know, get serious and you start back in July. So Yeah. You know, you need those months to work out. You know, you can't come one week and say, I'm gonna get in shape and camp. I mean, camping is hard, everybody thinks it is. Even when we play, we did a lot of running, but it was more mental. 
Because they know that physically you should be able to fit, be able to play, you know? Mm-hmm. So we more stayed in the books than we did on the field. Really? Yeah. To learn the plays and so forth. Plays and other plays and defensive plays. That's all there was. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I, I didn't realize. I mean, I, I you, you'd always see a couple players that would come into camp and they'd be so out of shape. And, you know, the, this, of course, was back in the day when, when the, the offensive and defensive line guys had those big old guts and, you know, they were, they were always out of shape, but they were, they were ready. They were ready to play. So it was just, just amazing, amazing on that. But anyway, um, Todd Gurley, he's the LA Rams running back. He sets the running back market on fire with a four-year, $60 million extension. You know, even uh, Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh Steelers running back, is paying attention. Does this make sense, given how, given how much, I'm sorry, given how many teams are moving away from having a featured running back? No, I mean, it's a good thing. They had to pay him. Somebody's going to get paid, and like Bell did, you know, he's waiting for somebody like a running back, so now he's going to play with the market. Nike used that, hey, look what he got paid. Y'all got paid me. So um, that's all it is. That's why Pittsburgh didn't pay him because he was asking for that. There was nobody that got it. That's what all the players do. They wait till that one right. person get it and they use that, you know. So mm-hmm. now um, Pittsburgh got to come with it, you know. Well, Gurley got it. But now he, some other team going to come with it because Gurley already got that money, you know. So they know they got to pay him somewhere close. Thirteen million a year. I think Gurley get fourteen a million a year, forty-five guarantee. But so I mean, he's happy. Bell happy now. Right, right. So. Absolutely, he's very happy. But it's it's again. I I don't know how the Rams are doing it because they've they've been paying money left and right, and they still have have uh, their their defensive guy Darnold that have, they haven't done anything with him yet, and they're just paying money left and right for everybody. So. I, I, yeah, they, I I'll, be, I'll be surprised. The, court, the quarterback is on a rookie contract. He ain't making money. Right, right. So, but they, know, but they, I mean, they just the got through signing the, the wide receiver. Is, and they got rid of the receiver that was making that money, traded him off. I mean, yeah, but then they turned around and got Cooks and, and signed him to a long contract. Yeah, I mean, they didn't pay um, Sayah that much money, you know? Yeah, well... It's it's a lot they've been paying, so I'm 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 surprised to see all this. So anyway, you know what? Let's take our last break. When we come back, uh, let's talk uh, shift gears to the Baltimore Ravens and what's going on with them. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, my name is Chris Marwitz, and I've been sitting here talking all things sports with former NFL player James Loving. Hey, James. So, you know, we just got through talking a little bit about the Rams and what's going on with their their team and Todd Gurley and so forth. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Baltimore Ravens and what's going on there. So uh, they have Joe Flacco, Lamar Jackson, and Robert Griffin III as their quarterbacks. You know, and we all know that Joe Flacco is probably the least athletic quarterback in the league, uh, while Lamar Jackson is probably one of the more highly athletic quarterbacks in the league. How does a team prepare during training camp and preseason uh, with two different quarterbacks such as this? Because the reason why I'm saying this is I'm pretty pretty confident that Lamar Jackson is going to come in. You know, I, I don't think Joe's going to be able to play the whole season, and there's going to be opportunities that Lamar is going to come in and play. So how does the team prepare for something like this with two totally different quarterback styles? Well, like you say, they knew they had the modern plan, so what they done is, you know, Flacco had a spot, you know, and then they're just getting him to learn behind him for right now. So, you know, you're just preparing him. You ain't giving him that many plays to learn, you know. So have him only learn so many plays, not not the whole shebang? No, you're not learning the whole playbook. You're giving him a amount right now, you know. Because he's not going to take over yet. It's a joke. No. Then when he comes in the game to take over, they're going to minimize what plays he's in. You know? So, but they're doing it right, though. They're doing it right. You're going to give them time, you know, to learn it. You know, just don't throw them in there. You know, you could throw them in there, but don't give them that little time that Joe running right now. You'll be all right. So you, so what you're saying is is the offensive line receivers and all that, you know, pretty much you can just put put in Joe and then put in in, in Lamar and you're almost having the same type of, of plays being being done. No, it's just like getting a whole playbook. You're just getting so many plays, you know, out of the playbook, you know. So what's going to happen when Lamar decides that he wants to run with the ball? Because there's a, there's a good, very good opportunity that he's going to do that. What happens? 
Well, you know, if, if, if say that's not really in the, the playbook, you know, for him to run the play, but he has the opportunity to run with the ball, you know, because say say the, the line is collapsing and he's, he has a hole he can run through, you know, should he go ahead and just take it? You know, is is the team going to be prepared for something like that? Yeah, that's why they got him, because he's a running quarterback. Right. Yeah. But well, I'm... I'm the thing I'm just saying is, is, and and I hear I hear what you're saying that they're only going to give him a few plays, but I I, I truly think that they got to be having specific ones just for 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 Lamar, you know, ones just for him that you know because Joe is Joe Flacco is not athletic enough, he can't accomplish these things that Lamar can. So I I, I would think they're going to have to be working. You know, offensively and with the offense, you know, okay, this is this is what's going to happen with Joe. This is what's going to happen with Lamar. Uh, they're just going to have some different things that are going to happen. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be the same play or the, the few plays only that they're going to show Lamar. Because again, mark my words, Lamar is going to be playing a lot more than people think he is. Yeah, but they're going to give him that many plays as a playbook. Is what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, if any quarterback. Don't see nobody. You run with the ball. That's what you're supposed to do. But they ain't going to go in there and have him running because they want him to get hurt, like um, Carson Wentz right. or nothing. They don't want this quarterback really running the ball nowadays. they rather them to take the sack, fall down, or go out of bounds because it could be a freak accident like Carson Wentz running the ball. So, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be running. He's that type of quarterback. You know, they know him too, but they hoping he could scramble out of a tackle you know, and get the ball off. I mean, if he keep taking big old hits like our Robert Griffin was taking, hell, he ain't gonna play for two years. Yeah, true. I mean, they only get him so many plays, like they always do with the freshman guys, like they did with um, the guy for Dallas. They didn't have that many plays. They 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 probably opened up the book with him the next year, but then he have his running back. That would hurt him. Right. Right. Ezekiel not being there really yeah, really hurt them. So Like I said, Lamar's going to be playing a lot more with with Baltimore cuz like again, Joe is just he's not that good of a quarterback. You know, we can be honest about that. Um so do you think the kickoff will get scrapped in the next few years? Probably. What are they talking about? It? I guess they want to do it. I don't see why it's stupid. You just got to let everybody line up on the 25 and start the game. I mean, right. football is a hard game. You let the ball kick off, tackle, or let people, they want to just decide when people bust a touchdown. Right. Oh, exactly. But if you're trying to stop injuries, well, hell, you might as well stop the whole game. Yeah, because uh, that, that's exactly what it's for, is for to keep the injuries from happening. But, yeah, it's 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 going to keep happening, no matter, even if they don't do the kickoff. They're going to have other injuries in other ways. So. Well, let's see. I, it is. It is kind of disappointing that they're they're trying to totally change the game of football. So. All right, James, here we go. We're going we're gonna to end the show with which do you like better? Who will sign a contract extension sooner? Julio Jones, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, or Odell Beckham Jr., New York Giants wide receiver? Did you ask me that last week? No. 
question then we're gonna then we'll have to unfortunately end the show but uh, who will win more games next season the Cleveland Browns or the Indianapolis Colts I think Cleveland I don't think uh, Andrew Luck is healthy I think it's all you know he set out all the years everybody disappointed him so I don't think he's healthy yeah I think Cleveland will win Cleveland's a surprise when people they'll win about six games and I think Indianapolis will win about five yeah, it'll, be, it'll be interesting, but yeah, I was I, I was I was thinking about that. Who's gonna, who's going to do better than the other? But I, th- I think you're right. I think uh, Cleveland with Mayfield probably in there is going to do better than, uh, <laughs> than than obviously with uh, the Colts because I think you're right. I think he is. You know, even though they've been, you know, trying to say that he's doing better and he's he's throwing, and I uh, I think that's hype. I don't think he's doing that well. So. Anyway, James, well, it's been a great week. Uh, you have camp on Saturday. Yay. I think everyone there back in your hometown of Robbins, Illinois, is going to be very happy and thankful, and it's going to be a good time. So you have a good week, good weekend, and I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, and then hope everyone can listen back in next Wednesday. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.